just I'm just saying, you know, this can only be one fashion icon. It has to can't they can't be two of us, you know. Oh yeah. Okay. Well, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> okay. <laughs> How are you doing? I'm good. How are you? I'm well, thanks. Thanks again for doing this. I really appreciate it. It's only a pleasure. Thank you so much for asking me. Now, of course, Lorinda texted me yesterday. She was so excited for you that you were <laughs> that you were on. <laughs> yeah, I was like, this is honestly so cool. Like your stuff is is so amazing, and I really love what you're doing. So, Thank you so much. Yeah, well, everyone, because I've started recording, because we usually just uh, we usually just kind of flow into it. So, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the very first episode of the Lockdown Art Dealers episodes i don't know what to call them the quarantine special uh episodes i like um, that <laughs> quarantine special that's a good one but uh, first and foremost you know who it is it's a resident black spider-man you know we're back uh i just wanted to first say to everyone who's listening potentially everyone who's watching um if you have been affected by the covid19 virus you have family members or friends who have contracted the virus who have been sent to hospital unfortunately passed away we want to send our condolences our love and our prayers uh, here from our dealers and here from everyone. Um, I am lucky enough that I have no one around me that has caught it or anything like that. So I'm quite fortunate, but we do think of those who are affected by it. And we are, we're taking this thing seriously, stay at home, uh, be safe. And yeah, we're going to try and produce as much cool content. So we're doing our very first Zoom episode of our dealers. So hopefully this goes well. <laughs> I'm sure it will. And I wanted to get, I wanted the first one to be very, very special and cool. So I'm with someone who is very special and cool. And I'll, 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 let, I'll, let, I'll let her do the introduction so I don't take her shine. So who are you? What's your name? So uh, I'm Deborah. A lot of people don't call me Deborah. They call me Debs because it's easier. Mm. Um, yeah, I also suck at the introduction thing. That's that's something I should probably say right off the bat. Um, <laughs> yeah, um, born and raised in South Africa, love the place, you know. Um, and I do a lot of writing stuff. I run a, run a blog. Um, I do a lot of music stuff as well. And uh, yeah, I don't know. Can you help me out with questions? <laughs> <laughs> Let's, uh, let's, we can we can give a shout out to uh, the reason why we were connected is through our very good friend Isla Henry. Um, yes. Yes, she is amazing. She is absolute delight of a human being, and um, uh, yeah. she, she she said if I do shout her out, I must tell her, and I must send her the clip. So she's very <laughs> excited that I that this happened. But yes, we miss mm-hmm. her. Isla's currently in the UK, and so the way I was connected with you is that she sent me your EP when it came out and then she was like can you listen to it can you share it it'll be awesome so i listened to it and you know when people are like oh please share you usually just share without mm. listening because you know it's like i'm not going to listen to this thing <laughs> but then <laughs> yeah. I, I gave it i gave it a like legitimate listen i was like this is proper properly good i'm like genuinely sure. like thank impressed. you thank you so and then much. obviously that's where we connected as well so that's pre- and and it turns out we have like so many mutual friends as well yeah, that's <laughs> small world, eh? In yeah. very, very small world. So it's actually awesome um, that we met. But yeah, I wanted to kind of get you on just because like, we have great conversations all the time. Um, and I really wanted to kind of pick your brain on a couple of things. Also talk about the EP, talk about your writing, your blog, all that kind of stuff. Mm. Uh, so just first and foremost, like uh, what's your background? Um, obviously, I know, but I mean, for the, for the listeners, uh, like 
you have multiple names. You have like 10 names. I'm kidding. <laughs> uh, your parents are Kenyan. Parents, is that correct? Yeah. Right, yeah. So tell us about your story. Tell, tell the people. So, um, as I said before, born and raised in South Africa. I have Kenyan parents. So I guess that makes me Kenyan, <laughs> but it's a bit confusing since I was born here. So, mm. yeah. Um, and I have two siblings. I'm a middle kid and uh, it's a very confusing thing to be. Um, <laughs> sometimes I feel like, you know what, the question mark is my siblings lean um, a lot more to either parent. Yeah. But um, yeah, I'm sort of just doing my own thing. You know, mm. I'm like no one else. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, what else? I'm studying psychology at UJ and it's probably like the best thing that I could ever do. Um, was that the first I sort of choice? Into it. Was that like the first yeah, choice? Yeah, it was always. the first choice. It was definitely the first choice, but I walked into it very blindly. I didn't know that this is what I wanted to do until I started doing it. And I was like, oh my gosh, this is, this is so me. Because um, I absolutely love people um, and I love talking a lot <laughs> and I love uh, understanding people's stories and deep things and all of that um, and my heart really just goes out to helping a lot of people and very passionate about uh, solving or contributing rather to the whole mental health um, healing movement I guess mm. um, I think it's really important especially for Christians to hop on board with this because uh, psychology can only go so far you know, yeah, totally. um, so when you when you pair it with um, with anything biblical, you know, there's definitely a radical transformation that happens. So that's really cool. Yeah, yeah. that's yeah, that's my vision for my life, I guess, at the moment. Um, yeah, I have an EP out. It's called Farewell, and uh, it was out at the end of January this year. Mm. It is my baby. It is my child. Um, and I'm very proud of it. And I couldn't have done it without um, one person that has literally believed in me since I met her, Lorinda. Um, yeah, honestly, I, I can't thank her enough because I've been doing music for a long time. But for me to actually like release something and share it with people um, was definitely all her. Like she's awesome. she's so incredible. <laughs> That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. And it's really good. Like seriously good. I'll link it in. The thank you. And everything, yeah. <laughs> Thanks so much. Um, yeah, like I also run a blog where I just talk um, all things human, if I can just put it that way. Mm. Um, so I don't necessarily speak about my life on that blog, like details about um, what's going on. But I do talk a lot about stuff that I really think people could relate to. So um, I do have a bit of a background in anxiety and stuff. So a lot of what I write will be um, like based off of those kinds of things. And um, yeah, the whole point of the blog is honestly to let people feel like they're not alone in whatever mm. they're going to. That's and really cool. um, it's definitely a platform for people to reach out. Like honestly, I'm open to talking to anyone. Um, so yeah, and I've had some people that have spoken to me and stuff and now they're like some of my greatest friends, which is such a blessing. Mm. So yeah, I'm all for community in that way. And what's the name of the blog? And how did it all start? So, <laughs> my whole blogging experience has been a bit of a disaster, to be very honest. <laughs> um, for some of the people that have 
<laughs> some of the people that have um, kept up with my stuff for years, they're always like, Deborah, uh, are you that confused? You know? Um, and truth is, yeah, like 100%, I'm very confused <laughs> because I sort of wanted to have a blog that focuses on one thing, but I, I also just want to always talk about everything. I want to have that freedom. I don't know why I put that restriction on myself. Um, the blog currently, which uh, hopefully the name will stick, is called Sincerely Dear. Um, Dear is a nickname I mm. have from a friend. And yeah, I mean, that's basically my username across all platforms that aren't my music stuff. So yeah. Um, and yeah, that's basically the gist of it. Like, I've had multiple blogs in the past that have sort of just leaned on exactly the same thing. So Oh, now I'm just in a place where I'm just like, I'm going to stick to it. So, yeah. So before we get into like the creative stuff and like getting started, because I know for a lot of people, especially like a lot of people who listen to art dealers, all the questions I get is like, how did you get started? Like, what was the, mm. like people think it's like genuinely, like it really wasn't that hard to get art dealers off the ground. Um, and even so, like I also blogged as well. It was sort of a precursor to, to art dealers it's still up but i just don't like ever uh, uh upload it and before we kind of get into like how we got started and like what was the kind of the catalyst or that especially with the music uh, i just wanted to get your opinion and pick your brain on kind of the world situation um we're both christians and we, yeah. we both uh, love jesus and are very positive but uh also human you know we we, we get afraid where we see the news and all that kind of stuff we um, and even, let me not speak for both of us. I certainly, I was talking to a friend yesterday and I was just like thinking about, because she's at Vits, and I, have, I was telling her about a friend of mine who's a teacher and he, he was telling me how, um, and he teaches at quite a prestigious school, like one of the bigger ones, um, but because a lot of their students come from kind of impoverished areas, but they come to the school on like a full ride scholarship because of sports, music or academics or whatever the case may be, now that they have to kind of do school online, they don't have the facilities and all that kind of stuff. So it's kind of mm. made it more difficult for them. Um, where obviously, if you are, come from a more, you know, privileged background, you're obviously more fortunate. You can you can do online schooling. You have a computer. You have your parents' computer. You have good internet. Whatever the case may be. Um, and it kind of like made me like quite upset. I even had to like stop thinking about it because it was like genuinely like making me quite sad. So just with like this whole global pandemic, what's been your, your, your thoughts around it? Has it affected you personally? Like generally, like how has it uh, kind of been in your, your space? I think that um, I've really made a big deal about being intentional to thank God first and foremostly. Hmm. Like I understand that there's so much going in the world and like, I'm not denying that that's happening. And honestly, my heart goes out to those people that are being so severely affected by this. But once you give thanks to God in the beginning and in the end, you know, it does put things into perspective and it definitely makes hope a little easier to reach. Mm. If I can put it that way. Um, for me personally, I haven't been affected um, none of my family members have been affected. So I'm very grateful for that mm. because I understand that that's not the case with everyone else. But, um, I think that there's only so much we can do. And honestly, we need to just be focused on what we can do and 
trust God for the rest because if we focus on things that we can't control um, then we're unable to do what we're supposed to be doing well and then of course there are consequences that come with that yeah you know? mm. but also yeah so I think in this time as cliche as it sounds um, the most important thing is to literally keep hope alive because without that you won't you'll get people that won't even be able to get up you know in the morning and start their day because like that's that's what God expects of us I really feel you know I don't think he feels like um, or rather that he he thinks that we should just let everything come to a standstill we're still meant to be extremely fruitful in this season even though it's difficult because there's never going to be a perfect opportunity for anyone to do things you know mm. um, even if you just think about it in your personal life um, not not everything in your, in your life has actually just at some point been absolutely perfect you know where like now it's the perfect time to do this now it's the perfect time to do that it's a it's a decision that is difficult to make but um, it's something that has to be done because honestly it keeps you alive it keeps you going and um, I really feel like once you have that mindset you have a bit of freedom to even just hear from God on what the next step is you know like especially in this country I'm extremely proud of our president like the way he's handling everything is just I mean we've been praying for the wisdom of Christ over <laughs> over everyone that's um, that's in charge and everyone that's in, um, that's uh, an authority in this country but to actually see it manifest is something truly special so I think with that picture in mind um, let's not look at uh, like let's not let's, let's not keep our focus rather on on the horrible things that are happening but let's just keep our eyes on God you know and um, keep looking forward yeah yeah and what's uh, what have been some of the things that you have done personally to keep your hope alive and like not let sort of like the negative media and kind of like the negative news like get to you um so for me personally i try to distance myself a lot from the news and all that like i do keep up to date every now and then but like it's not a first thing in the morning type thing for me yeah um because then that'll just that'll mess me up for the rest of the day because it's it's so depressing yeah um but also make sure that i um i hear about the good stuff so i hear about um of course new cases and stuff and also about um, people that have recovered mm. um, and the good things that are happening because it reminds me that, you know, it's still, that there's still good in this. Um, also just, I mean, personally, reading Psalms, um, especially a lot of the stuff that David wrote in the Psalms because it's very honest and like he cried out to God a gazillion times and expressed his pain, which is something that we need to, to understand that God empathizes with us. Um, but then at the end of every song, you know, um, he'd always just get his eyes focused back on God, which is pretty remarkable and sets a great example for us to do. So I do that every morning as well. That's awesome. Yeah. And what is, um, mm-hmm. how do I put this? Like, what do you, what do you miss about pre-lockdown, pre-COVID-19 lifestyle? <laughs> Oh, I miss my friends. Mm, I, miss <laughs> I miss, actually, yeah, I actually miss going to university. Um, 
I mean, yeah, while you're at university, a lot of people are like, oh my gosh, I want to go home. But I'm so blessed to go to the university that I go to. Like, it's so incredible. And um, yeah, I honestly just miss going there. I miss seeing people. I miss going to coffee shops. <laughs> I miss going to church in yes. person. Yeah. I, miss, I, I miss everything. But I am more of a homebody, so... Lockdown mm. hasn't been too bad for me because I'm used yeah, to this. Exactly the same. I'm I'm chilling here. I won't even lie to you. Like I'm I'm, <laughs> I'm doing fine. But it is cool. Like yeah. like you say, like I do I realized like I miss like a lot of the little things. Um like I never used to just go out for the sake of going out, but like it was nice that I had that option. Um mm. and realizing that now, like I can't even just I can't leave well, it's not that I can't, but it's just advised that I stay home. Um yeah. really not even just for like my sake but for people around me like because you never know that you could be carrying the virus you could be asymptomatic and then all of a sudden you give like 20 people the virus you know what i mean so it's definitely yeah. advisable that you stay home and uh, social distancing is very important and like if you are out like you know keep your distance you know stay clean stay all that kind of stuff mm. um but what is the first thing you're gonna when lockdown inevitably ends which is probably going to end fairly soon but there'll probably still be restrictions so we're in south africa we have an international audience by the way i'm just uh, uh <laughs> that's great <laughs> so for those of you not listening in south africa the way our lockdown works um because i know like in the uk you can leave your home for like an hour for exercise to get food or you know do essential shopping and stuff so for us you can do that you can go out to buy medicine and essential goods and stuff but you are everything else is you are you have to stay at home um, so like no jogging, no exercise, none of that, no gymming. You can't just go out for food. So for us, it's it's chilled, but it's also like quite quite strict. Um, so like, mm-hmm. what are what are some of the things you're gonna do when? And also, we had a ban on like gatherings. I think it was like 100 people, and I'm assuming that's gonna be reduced to like 20 people when lockdown ends. I've yeah, been hear, I've been hearing stuff. Um, so when 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 lockdown inevitably ends and we're probably gonna go back to like a band of people and oh it's relaxed should I say what's what's the first thing you're gonna do? The first thing I'm gonna do is see my uh, varsity friends mm. because I miss them the most. Um, they live all over the place, so. <laughs> One's in Pretoria, the other one isn't, like, they're just everywhere, but um, we're definitely going to meet up, like, it's a must, as yeah. in, like, when they hear this, I, I'm telling them it's it's going to happen. <laughs> I was telling a yeah. friend, I was like, I'm literally going to go to a coffee shop by myself, because I miss <laughs> having coffee so much, like, it's it's actually, it's actually, like, it's affecting my soul right now. I was like, <laughs> I went to go buy coffee from a friend yesterday. And he, he has a coffee machine at his house. And he when I got there to pick up the stuff, um, he gave me like a cup of coffee. I, I, I've never been so happy. Like in, <laughs> in like in like recent times, I was so excited. It didn't even have like latte art or anything. It was just a beautiful cup. The coffee. coffee. It was a flat white. Oh, just thank you, Lee, so much. <laughs> Lee, Lee Weber, I love you. Um, but yeah, now onto like the creative stuff before we get to the music. Because the blog was quite interesting because I think I, I obviously have a background as well in writing. I had a, I used to write for a sports, uh, sports blog based in the UK as well. I was a senior contributor. So I definitely have a, a knack or a history of writing and stuff. Um, and then mm. I started writing my own stuff and doing my own like fashion blogs and lifestyle blogs and stuff. And 
like I said, it's still up if you still want to see it, but it is trash. It was before I became a designer and all that kind of stuff. So I don't really, I'm not particularly a huge fan of it, but it is still, it is still up there. Um, it's so not the, trash. I've seen it. It's great. It's, it's, it's okay. It's okay. So for you, <laughs> for like people who are listening, like I said, um, what would your advice be? This is sp- specifically for like writing and stuff. What would your advice be for someone who's like wanting to take that step? Maybe they have a knack for writing. They want to maybe write a book one day. Uh, they want to start a blog or, you know, what, what, would, what would be your like advice for like getting started? Um, for getting started, honestly, it's literally just getting started. You could, you could write such nonsense, but if you keep at it, you'll definitely develop. Um, also look for other people with blogs and I'm not meaning, I'm not referring to like famous blogs necessarily. Um, I don't know. There's a lot of writers on Instagram, um, smaller accounts and stuff, but they just write more personal, um, things or whatever is in your lane, the kind of stuff that you want to write and stuff. Um, yeah, don't stop, like start and don't stop. It could be anything. Also make sure you write for yourself. Not everything has to be um, like posted and everything. So like free yourself of that mindset that um, I need to write this to share with people. Because once you start learning to write for yourself, even if it's, I don't know about a childhood story or a childhood trauma or like the shoes you wore last week that you really liked, or it could be literally anything, write for yourself. yeah, so those would be, I guess, my three things. Just start writing, don't stop writing, and then write for yourself. Yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. And let's get into the the nitty gritty, the music. So, what was um, mm. you said you've been doing it for a while before you put out the EP. So, what's your history with uh, with music? What's been your? How did you all get started? Like. So. Um, okay, so when I was in grade one at school. Um, my parents decided to uh, <laughs> let us all like learn an instrument and I landed up learning the violin. It wasn't my choice. I was too young to, to know what it even was. Um, but yeah, so my parents were like, okay, cool. I'm going to take this kid to violin lessons and stuff. I had the most incredible Bulgarian teacher. Um, I'd love to see him again today, honestly. Um, yeah, so I stuck with him until... Um, seven or eight years later. So I'd done violin through the Royal Schools of Music and it was great, but I didn't really feel like this is what I wanted to do. But it was, because it's such a technical instrument, it definitely taught me a lot about music. So I knew for sure that this is what I wanted to do in some vein. Um, Then um, I just picked up a guitar, started teaching myself guitar. I had a friend in primary school, still extremely talented in music, and she showed me um, a lot of stuff. And <laughs> I remember we used to play a lot of Taylor Swift songs and Ed <laughs> songs, and they were tweens, and it was great. Um, but yeah, that's basically how I grew and um, fell in love with guitar. It became a lot easier for me to play as I go, as I went rather. Um, and uh, yeah, after that. Um, I guess I sort of always had a singing background because um, my mom, my mom used to sing. My mom's mom used to sing, so I was like, okay, I could do this, you know. Yeah. Um, 
and then I just basically stuck with guitar um, and then with the church that I go to, which is Rivers Church, um, it's my home, uh, there's people in my family and uh, the worship team or teams um, are extremely talented, filled with talented people and I just, I, I hung around them a lot when I was a lot younger and uh, checked out a lot of their stuff, some of their personal music work and um, I was just hooked and I was like, okay, cool. You know what, I, I really want to do this. Um, and then I, I ended up serving in my church, which was great, a very short time, only five months. Um, this was in 2017, mm. but it was the best five months of my life. I served in choir and um, I mean, that team literally just became family within within seconds of me meeting those guys. And I just continue to grow. Um, my music taste uh, widened to <laughs> genres I never even knew, like I would even like. And um, yeah, I, I took the music thing seriously. I had been writing music and writing songs since I was oh, in primary school, um, which was cool. Um, yeah, they all, like I remember my very first song was written from a very sad place as uh, a lot of most songs are written from because, um, yeah, I was really upset about something. I don't even remember what it was. And <laughs> I remember writing about how I was just going to wait on God for this whole thing. And I still sort of remember what that song is like today. Um, and yeah, that was basically the journey. And then um, I, uh, I just never stopped writing. I had books and books and books filled with songs I'd written. Um, and I just always felt like kind of afraid to share my stuff because I didn't, like, I was very critical of myself and I, I didn't know or have any, like anything to test my work against to see if it was good. Um, because I really, I mean, I was constantly surrounded by people who produce quality stuff. Um, mm. so yeah, I really valued the excellence that, um, my music had to come with, but I, I couldn't see what it was. And then I released Farewell, and um, I don't think I'm going to look back. So <laughs> mm -hmm. that's that's my thing, yeah. And what was the, like conceptually, because I always love to like find out like um, the thoughts behind like certain albums and EPs. So like what, what was the kind of the birthing of the EP, like the name choosing and like kind of, you know, album cover, all that kind of stuff. How did that all, where did it, where did it start and like how did we get to it being released? Sure. Well, um, <laughs> I, if, oh, this is hard. If I could just sum up the process of making the EP in one word, it would be messy. Messy. Yeah. It was such a mess. Um, I didn't know what I was doing. Like right up until the day before I released, <laughs> I was still so lost. I was like, what am I doing? You know? Um, I was confused about everything. I didn't know what I wanted from it, but I knew that I had to do it. Um, I had a point where I was like, okay, I want this to be all new songs, but I hate like half of these songs. So I'm just going to take some old songs and just throw them in there and no one will know, you know, as no one's, no one's heard everything that I've written. But then I, <laughs> I was like, no, I'm going to write all new songs. I wrote like, I don't even remember how many, but I wrote a lot of songs for me to decide on 
the five that I did, um, I looked for a common theme and um, the theme of it was basically, I could say like the anthem of Farewell the song, not necessarily the EP, which is um, in the bridge it says Farewell Control. Because I was so obsessed with controlling every single aspect, which of course I, I had to because I did this EP on my own. Mm. Um, but to strive for this perfection that was not attainable, um, started making everything that I did like awful. So the second I just sort of like, like eased back a bit and was like, you know what, this is what I've made and this is the best that I can you know, create and this is what I have to offer everything just sort of fell in place. Um, the very first song, Alive and Well, Alive and Well, what am I saying? Alive and Always. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I renamed that a hundred times, as you can probably tell now that I've just forgotten what the name of the song is. And <laughs> um, that song speaks of like a closeness and intimacy that um, our hearts and our souls long for with God that really well, it's kind of unsaid but for me I know it's with God because mm. well I'm a Christian um, and I know where that comes from and I know that people can't fill that thing or that need um, then Farewell was written the day before I released the EP I'd sort of hit a very great uh, creative block and I was like okay Jesus I need one more song um, if I just start writing something now and it sucks, I'm going to take it that I just need the full songs. If I write something now and it ends up being all right, then I'm going to put it in. So I started just filling on guitar, um, coming up with the bass notes and everything for Farewell. And I just I just remember laughing. I was, I was hysterical. Uh, if anyone would have seen me, they would have thought I was literally mad because this just fits so well. Um, and that's what makes it one of my favorite songs. No, actually, my favorite song on EP is Farewell because yeah, it honestly felt like a miracle. Mine, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, it, 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 was, it was a miracle. And the lyrics just came and everything just was put together and I recorded everything and mastered everything the same day. Um, so that one was a miracle. Um, there's a song, Small B. It's old and new. Um, it again, I, I, I wanted to sort of portray the perspective that is how big God is in comparison to us and how because of that truth we shouldn't like live lives rooted in fear because yeah. honestly we're so small yet this huge God like loves us you know um, so that one's a lot more personal uh, I refer to B because well that's the meaning of uh, my name actually so I was like okay cool this is a thing now um, then uh, the fourth song, The Sun is Closer Than We Are To Each Other, speaks of community, which um, is something I've always sort of struggled to find, especially um, Christian community. Like I have my community within the church, but I've always wanted to sort of have a community of like with Christians outside of the church. Yeah. Um, so yeah, people with different backgrounds and that kind of thing. Um, so it speaks of the importance of community. The last one is just talking about like, it's called heavy love. Um, speaks about 
speaks about the love of Christ and, and the weight of God's word being the most significant thing that we could ever have in our lives. Um, so yeah, I also, I just wanted to, I didn't want to make the album like blatantly Christian, like put it in the Christian genre because I wanted to reach a lot more people with it. Um, so you won't hear words like Jesus or God in any of them. Um, yeah, because I didn't want to, I wanted to include a lot more people in it. Yeah. And for them to just understand the heart of God before they know that this is the name of God, sort of put it backwards, you know. Mm. Um, yeah. Yeah, and it is really good. Like, I'm not even like trying to gas you up anything. It genuinely is very, very good and uh, really Thank well you. done. Thank you, Lorinda, for pushing you. you to, for pushing you to <laughs> yeah. get that. Uh, without yeah. you, there'd be no EP. And um, just the, yes. and then I know like everything kind of has a meaning behind it. So the album cover as well, what was the thinking behind it? It's like, it's got, I'll see if I can overlay it on on YouTube for YouTube viewers. Um, and it's got like half of you, which is, you can see, and another half of you, which is <laughs> pixelated. And I wanted to like, find out what was that thinking so to be very honest um i've i'd gone through a gazillion album covers um as ideas and i was like this not nothing's fitting you know and then i'd had that photo for a while on my phone and i didn't know what to do with it and i was like okay this works as a concept and then um i just figured that i don't know the clear parts if i could just because it's all one photo, right? Um, I think it's important to accept within ourselves that we're going to have some gray areas and that's completely human. Mm. So that's why I pixelated um, the one half. Um, it also just spoke volumes to me personally because I was like, the amount of like my control freak nature just really took control <laughs> within the making of this EP so you know what I'm not going to show the whole thing that pixelated part would probably just represent um, the parts that I had no control over the parts that are hidden the parts that I didn't understand the, the things that I would have changed that I couldn't change mm. you know um, so yeah that's the gist of it and it's really cool it really really is cool but thank Thanks. you and uh, you just released a new single as well I did. It's called Honey, and um, it is my second child, <laughs> my second baby. Uh, yeah, that one was that one was really fun to um, to write. It was very fun to make. Um, it basically speaks of well because I'd I'd been dealing with a lot of um, basically just a lot lately, and I I needed to hear from myself. Um, that where I am right now, and I feel like this even is applicable to like everything that's going on in the world, wherever you are right now, you can still be fruitful, you can still be okay, you're still like 100% fine. Um, like the whole thing of having breath in your lungs mm. to thank God for, you know, even though there's so much going around you, you know, people are dying around you, uh, people have family issues, like so many things are falling apart, but your life is still this incredible gift from God and your life is still this this golden thing. Mm. So, um, That's cool. yeah, acknowledging that is really important. Mm. Yeah, it's also really cool. Also very, very, very cool.
Um, Thank you. So just before we kind of wrap up and close, um, with regards to like uh, your future, like where where do you see yourself in like mm-hmm. five in like five years? Like, will music be more prominent, um, or is psych going to be like your your main thing? Like, where do you see the blog? Like, where's 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 Deborah Deborah in in five five to ten years? Um. I've really grappled with this question <laughs> before because there's a lot that I'm still very unsure of and I've sort of just been through a journey of accepting that it's okay to be unsure about it for now. Um, in terms of the music, I never really intended to take it even like as far as I have now. Um, I, I never intended to actually just like be a, I don't want to say professional musician, but let's just say that um, for lack of a better word um, but yeah otherwise I see myself doing psychology in a way that I have never seen before I don't want to do Christian psychology I want to find a way to to reach more people um, because I mean there's a lot that I find like that I'm not happy with in terms of how psychology runs and works you know you either have quality psychology for very few people or you know you don't get enough time with many people um so i have a problem with that i know that's just how the way that's just how the world works but um i don't know i still believe that there's something new that's gonna come up at some point but i do definitely see myself writing whether it's articles or becoming some type of i don't know journalist maybe i don't know (laughs) (laughs) but um yeah, the writing thing is definitely going to stick. I feel like music is is more of a side thing for me. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, I just want people to enjoy the music. <laughs> I don't want to be too serious about it. Um, but yeah, psychology is where I see myself. No, that's awesome. Thank you so much, man. This was a uh, thank you. This was really awesome. I think uh, there's a lot of people who I think because uh, I don't know your sphere that well, like. But I'm sure there's a lot of people that look up to you. Um, a lot of people that will watch this and feel inspired as well, just to kind of take that next step. Um, and I love what you said about hope. I think it's one of those things that we need to hear, um, especially in this time. Uh, I think a lot of people, like you said, are losing hope. And some people aren't even like wanting to get out of bed because they're so scared or, um, you know, thinking too much about how the world is going to look or their job or anything like that, which is all real, mm. like, which is all real things. And um, let me not uh, downplay. Um, a real life situation uh, but I loved what you said about hope I think it's important that we keep hope alive and, and remember where that hope is from and kind of keep our foundation strong you know and just keep good people around you yeah. I always like try and keep positive um, amazing people around me my friends now like I've used this time to get closer with my friends which is amazing closer with my family so you know don't there's a lot of blessing in disguise with this whole thing you know we've, we've, we've realized like the what we need to spend as far as essentials like i've saved so much money just buying mm. essential stuff you know what i mean and i'm sure like a lot of people can echo that but yeah any final you know thoughts that you want to leave the people you know anything you want to say i just want to say like guys you're going to be fine mm. i don't know i don't know how else to, to phrase it but things are going to work out one way or another and um yeah just keep going you know and and reach out to people yeah. if you need it. Like if you if you literally like you can't handle this, 
I mean, you can reach out to me. <laughs> I'm always like, I don't, I don't have much to do right now. But um, yeah, reach out to people. Don't, don't keep this to yourself. We're, we're all journeying through this thing together. So. And where, where can people find you? Where can they find the blog, all the music, all that kind of stuff? What are your handles? My handles. And like, um, what are your names? So oh, before the people. <laughs> I'll give you three. Uh, <laughs> I'll take three. <laughs> So my name is Deborah, first one. Nyambara is the second one. It's very Kenyan. Um, my surname is Gathingu. So yeah, you're not going to find Gathingu anywhere. So don't even try. Um, <laughs> but uh, you can find all my stuff on my Instagram at uh, sincerely Dia. Dia spelled D-E-A-H. And I have a link tree in my bio and that's where everything else is. So yeah, the blog, the music, everything. Yeah, we'll, we'll link everything and if you're listening on YouTube, it's all in the bio. If you're on Apple or Spotify or anything else, just look in the description. All the links are there as well. Thank you so much, guys. This is the first of many, hopefully, episodes during lockdown. We want to keep the content alive. I was showing you some of the stats of art dealers recently, which is like absolutely yeah. madness. Uh, so art dealers reached uh, 1,500 downloads. Um, worldwide, which is sure. insane. I don't understand why you guys are downloading podcasts, but thank you very much. <laughs> um, that is absolutely immense. And we were looking through like some of our uh, statistics as far as users and stuff. And there's like almost 2,000 of you listening on mobile. So iPhones, Androids, and like only like 200 on, on like computers and stuff. But that's just crazy. Like 2,000 separate devices, separate phones are listening to this idiot talk nonsense and all my and me and me and all my friends just talk about how much we love Drake and all that kind of stuff <laughs> but I'm really thankful for all of you and yeah we just wanted to make sure we keep the content going and kind of just put out positive content as well and uh, really showcase people who are a, a good light like you Deborah. you're a good light in this world oh thank you um, so much you're a good light in this world. <laughs> you are too thank you so much yeah I just want to uh, put you know yeah, just get like content like this out where we're just talking and just having a good time and just catching up and all that kind of stuff. So if you are interested in being on, you have a cool story, you have some music out, please email me. If you have my email, it should be down there, but uh, the audio's email is down. Um, you know where to find it and we will reach out to you. Let's get some content going. Um, yeah, man, we just want to produce. Obviously, during this time, we're all doing it over Zoom. So if you're capable of doing it, let's do it because now we don't have to worry about meeting up you know getting mics ready and all that kind of stuff so this has actually been quite cool um so yeah zoom or house party or skype or whatever you use um we all were on everything as well but yeah deborah thank you so much this was awesome genuinely genuinely was thank you so much for having me and, uh, such a pleasure so guys this is, so we're recording this on sunday so we'll probably if this is out i want to put it out on monday tomorrow so hopefully mm. It will be out tomorrow. So if you're listening to this, I hope it's Monday. <laughs> but yes, I know. Uh, we, wanted, we were meant to do this yesterday, but my internet in the Olivedale area just decided to stop working. So Blumenthal, if you're listening, or if anyone from Blumenthal is listening, please put my internet back up because it's still not working. Hence why I'm not in my home right now. Um, but yes, I'm alone, don't worry. I'm social distancing. I'm not near anyone. Um, but yes, Deborah, thank you so much. We'll chat on WhatsApp because... We do. <laughs> but thanks everyone. Sure. This is Eurasian Black Spider Man. This is Deborah. See you guys soon. Cheers.